Hey, 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 guys, it is Allison. I am the host of your show, Allison Answers Mission Awake. I cannot wait to sit down with you today and go over how we are going to crush the mediocrity in your life that has been plaguing our society since the beginning of time. I cannot wait to have a real deal conversation that includes intelligence, fun, excitement, and real actionable steps to make a real difference in the life that you're living now and making it into something you can be damn proud of and excited to live. Sit down, put on your damn seatbelt, and get ready for the ride of your life. Hey guys, it is Allison from Allison Answers. Welcome to the show. I'm so grateful to be here today. I am doing a solo show today because I have something really important I wanted to talk to you guys about. I wanted to talk to you about the way in which we show up and who's in charge of our life. I think a majority of the world and human beings are spending most of their time in a reactionary state. And what that means is, is that people, places, things, environmental cues are the things that are in charge of the way that their day goes. And with this whole podcast, what our whole mission is, is Mission Awake. It's about taking charge of your day and not allowing your day to be mediocre. And what I want to present to you guys is the concept of taking your day and not handing it over to environmental things. So we all have a tendency to do that. I know that I do that. I know that, you know, if my kids interrupt me or if I feel if I start to view things as way too much for me, like, wow, I have too much to do today. This is going to be too hard of a day. Like I'm presenting myself to the day as someone who is overwhelmed and cannot handle it. Or if I'm thinking about this is too big for me. Now, sure. If I think that way, we can be pretty positive that I'm not going to welcome the day. And it is something amazing to watch or to experience when we begin to take charge of the way that we show up, of the way that we think, of the way that we feel, of the way that we deliberately, intentionally choose to interact with others, intentionally choose the way that we are involved in situations, make a determination about the kind of state of mind we want to live in on that day. There's something incredibly powerful about that. And I want to present to you the concept that if you make a decision about the way that you go to bed at night, this is something that I'm working on with my business coach. His name is John Marone. You guys have probably seen him on this show. And one of the things that we work on because we we look at how to organize my life, how to run a business, how to be able to be a mom of a bunch of kids and, and have four dogs and always have be, being pulled in so many different directions. I mean, that is the way my life is. Everywhere I am, someone is asking me to be somewhere else. So it has been a challenge for me just as a human being to be able to say, I have to prioritize peace in my life. If I am going to have a good life, which isn't that the goal, the goal is to have a good life. And what I mean by that also, to me, having a good life is also being really of value to others as well. I know that if I become in a reactive state or state where I'm like, oh my God, I just can't do this. This is too much for me. And I'm irritable or I'm, or I'm, I'm not 
showing up in the best form of Allison, I know that I'm not in a good spot. And I think that at some point in our lives, I mean, it's taken me a long time to even focus on this or even be able to see this as an option, that I get to decide how I feel today. I get to decide what I think about today. I get to decide how I view other people. I can, through a a threatened state of being, I can look at other human beings as a threat to me and therefore judge them. Or I can look at other human beings as living life and sharing life with me on this planet and look at them as important and valuable and also people who are learning and growing and trying to do this thing just like I am. And I can choose to be in a state of forgiveness. I can choose to be in a state of love. But it requires being awake. It requires being aware. It requires looking at the environment around us and making a decision if we're going to lead that environment or if that environment is going to lead us. The majority of the world is being led by their environment. So if they know they have a huge, huge day ahead of them that they don't want to do, they have things planned in their schedule that they're nervous about, or they're angry about, or they're sad about, or whatever it is, that they are allowing that to determine how that day goes for them. So when I hear people say, oh, that's, it's just one of those days, I have to be honest. You know, it is only just one of those days if we determine to allow it to be one of those days. It's the meaning that's being attached to that day. You know, Jim Rohn says that happenings happen to us all. And that's true. There's, there is no shortage of interruptions. There's no shortage of really hard things and sad things and hurtful things and angry things and all sorts of things, happenings that are happening around us. I think that one of the biggest keys to our life is being able to stop and be in the moment and ask the question, how important is this? Is it worth my state of being? Is it worth the way that I treat my child? Is it worth being angst and upset and having a day that just basically I'm throwing in the garbage? Every one of our days is a gift. It's an incredible, incredible, incredible gift. And we somehow have to find a way to be deliberate and intentional in how we treat these days. So, I mean, I've lived a long life so far. And what I have learned over the years is that when somebody's in a state of reaction, they're typically unhappy and their life is unpredictable. We can be in a reactionary state and it can feel great when we're reacting to great things. But when we're in a reactionary state and we're reacting to things that we feel angry about or we feel sad about, we're not in charge. So I want to pose to you that very typically we see things in our environment that match things that are not resolved inside of us. So if you are in a state of um, feeling bad. I hear women say it all the time. Oh, I just feel bad. I feel guilty. I feel this. I feel, you know, I, feel, I just feel bad. I don't want to hurt them. Usually when you hear things like that, it's someone who's living in, a, in an apologetic life. You know, if you find yourself always saying, I'm sorry, you know, oh goodness, and really not wanting to offend people. Very often, 
it's coming from this kind of inner world that you may not even be aware of, a belief system that is saying that somehow you're in trouble, somehow you've done something wrong, somehow people are not going to like you, somehow you have to apologize before you even get there. One of the things I learned about myself, which is super, you know, I'll fully self-disclose here, it's pretty vulnerable, but basically one of the things I learned about myself is that no, I was just like late everywhere I went. I had a mom who was late everywhere she went and she was just like scattered and, you know, and I'm not scattered, but I've taken on the perspective and allowed myself to look that way at times. But the being late I discovered is I'm always in debt when it comes to time. I'm always, when you think about what you have to be when you show up late, you have to be apologetic. You know, that's perceived the way that you're supposed to be. So the first few words that would come out of my mouth every time I would end up somewhere, you know, late would be, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Well, we know that as opposed to saying, I'm sorry, we probably heard this in memes. You can say, thank you so much for being patient. I appreciate your waiting for me instead of apologizing, but you're still coming from that place. And what I discover is that a lot of times when people are apologizing a lot or they're, you know, finding themselves in debt. You want to ask the question, if you find yourself in debt financially, there may be an inner thing that's happening inside of you that says, I owe man, I owe institutions, I am not enough. You know, wherever I go, I am in debt. I'm in debt with time. I am in debt with money. I am in debt with friendships. I have to do more than other people to be valuable enough. So you want to consider you know, when we're looking at our lives and making determinations about the reasons that our life has landed where it is, we want to understand there are forces within us. There are belief systems inside of us that are dictating where we end up. So if you believe that you're less than, if you believe that you have to do more than others, there's a very good chance that you might find yourself in debt financially because you're always owing, you're always behind, you're never enough. You know, if you find yourself late, you always owe more time, you ever always owe more generosity, more more friendliness, more whatever. So you want to take a look at what are the forces underneath? What are what's happening inside of me that's creating the outside? And part of what I'm just discussing today is the concept of waking up you know, so like going full circle because God almighty, somehow I went down a trail that (laughs) landed me here. But what I want to say that I was originally saying about what I'm working on with my business coach is that how I am when I wake up in the morning is directly related to what I did before I went to bed. So we work on things like, you know, I shut off the screens no matter what, an hour before bedtime, I lay out my clothes. I do um, an evening routine where I write down what I'm grateful for. I forgive myself and anyone else that I need to forgive that day. I also plan the way my day is going to be that next day so that when I wake up, I know where I'm going and what I'm doing. I set my intention. I meditate. And I know that when I go to bed, You know, one of the things I do is I rub my pillowcase and it's always so soft. I make sure of that. So that pillowcase, I always say, thank you. Thank you for such a soft pillowcase. I have such a comfortable bed, you know, and I just try to 
marinate my mind and my body in the in the state of receivership, which is gratitude. And then when I wake up in the morning, you know, there's so many different things. We don't know what our first thought is going to be, but you want to do as much as you can to create an atmosphere internally that is going to dictate a better day. So when I wake up, I say to myself, I get to decide how I feel today. And today I choose and whatever it is that I choose joy. So if I know that, you know, I have something ahead of me, that's hard. You know, I had to go to awake the other day. So I had to set the intention that today, and I chose this today, I'm going to choose peace. I'm going to show up. Well, I'm going to show up with generosity at this wake to give, just give love. I'm not going to be in a reactionary state. Like I made a decision about the way I was going to go into this environment. There are other things also when I know that I'm going to be doing something that maybe I'm not jazzed about. I make an intentional decision. I'm deliberate in my mind and in my heart. And I say to myself, okay, I'm doing this thing. I've decided or I've committed to. So I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to, no matter what, I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm going to, I'm going to add value there. You know, I've had experiences that are just so stinking funny that I will be in an environment with a human being at, you know, at different times. And I just have to look around. I'm like, oh my God, am I like on, you know, impractical jokers? Like, is somebody making fun of me? Because I have been in situations where people show up and I'm like, oh my God, like, are they saying that to me right now? And what I do, you know, a lot of times people can feel, you know, insulted or hurt or angry about what other people do or say or whatever. And what I try to do, and I'm not saying I do it all the time because obviously I'm not perfect. But what I try to do is I try to get a kick out of things. I try to look at life like I'm kind of on a, um, I'm behind a camera and I'm watching like a film or a movie. And if you think about like the different characters in a movie, let's say you're watching a movie. I think about the different characters and some, some are like super evil and some are like really like whacked and some are like really obnoxious or, and some are great and loving. But if you look at it, you're not, you're detached from it. So you're watching the movie and you can literally love, love, love someone who's like evil because if they're, if they're characterized well in the movie, they're multidimensional. So they're not just evil. They have other things happening. So you can kind of see the good in them. So I, and also if somebody's like, let's say really not smart in a movie, but then you can see their sweetness, you know? So what I have done in my life is that I kind of watch the world and my experiences relationally with other people kind of like through, like I'm watching a movie, a character. And I just, look at them and I try to just be fully present and just find and enjoy every part of them. Even if they're saying something really, really obnoxious to me, I find I get a kick out of it because I think it's kind of funny and cute and it's part of what they're doing in the moment. And it could be really, really shitty what they're doing, you know, and believe me, I don't think I do this with my kids at all, but I'm going to get better. But, you know, there are, situations where you can be detached enough that you can embrace every circumstance that you're in. And if you think about, you know, our day is up to us. If we decide how we show up, who we are, what we want to feel, what we're going to let bother us or not, 
if we decide that this is a beautiful world, we're going to experience beautiful things, even in ugly things, because you're going to find beauty there. You know, I have that tattooed on my body, you know, be beauty, see beauty. So you want to start from the inside and create the beauty on the inside and just determine, decide. Because when we determine something or we decide something or we have definiteness of purpose, that's what um, Napoleon Hill talks about in um, Think and Grow Rich, which I just love that book. When we have that, there's something neurologically that happens in our brain that's so cool. Basically, we have um, when we have to make a decision or when we're going to decide on something, there are different neuron clusters that are firing. So one could be, you know, I'm going to have a great day. The other could be, oh my God, this day is going to take me down. And I'm just simplifying it. So let's say one neuron cluster is saying this day is going to take me down. And the other one saying, you know, this is going to be a day that I'm going to just lavish in peace. Now, when we are thinking, our thoughts are thinking about it being overwhelming or or it's going to be a hard day or all the reasons that it's not going to work, that neuron cluster is firing. But when we pivot away and we start going, you know what? I'm going to change today. I'm going to make today great. I'm going to I'm going to create something today that's going to be peaceful. And I'm going to just stay. I'm going to hone in and I'm going to focus in and I'm going to stay the course of peace today. I'm going to prioritize peace. Now, that neuron cluster is firing. When we make a decision, we just say no, that's it. I'm not doing the overwhelmed crap. I'm not doing that freaking irritable, stressed out woman on Long Island shit anymore. I'm going to choose peace and I'm going to stand differently than the rest of, you know, my environment today. And I'm deciding that. And guess what? The other neuron cluster, the overwhelmed one stops firing because the decisions made. Now our brain is this goal-driven machine is going to drive forward and find everything in our environment that is peaceful. And that's what we want to do. We want to determine our life. We want to we want to be deliberate. We want to be intentional. We want to take charge, not take over power and control in this weird way because remember, if we fight against things, they own us. What we do is through a state of peace, being in the moment, being aware, being awake and aware in the now without judgment, And in a state of peace, we can command our lives. And there's something incredibly powerful about the moment we're in because it's such a small micro moment that nothing in it can take us unless we give it away. So don't give your day away. Okay. So this is our show for today. I'm asking you a favor. If you could, if you know someone who struggles with any of the things that I'm talking about, which I'm sure there are no freaking shortages of people who are in a state of reaction, because I know that I can be. So if you know people who really could use this, I would really appreciate it if you'd share this, if you would like and subscribe, because I really, really want to be able to add as much value as I can wherever I go. And to me, the meaning of my life is to touch as many hearts as I can before I exit this earth. And I want to make sure that whoever really needs to hear this, hears this. And one of the main reasons, and I could even actually <laughs> cry, because I the reason I can talk about this shit is because I've struggled with it. 
And I just always wished, you know, even in my younger, really young years, even like, you know, I was very neglected as a child and, you know, I had a hard adolescence and a hard, hard twenties too. And I can tell you that if I just had something like this, it really would have helped me. So I'm asking you that you could be generous with this because this is really my goal. Just so you know, I don't make any money off of this podcast. I don't make money off of any of the videos I do or any of the content that I give out. But my heart, and if you could understand what I feel in this moment, the person who I reach that is struggling the way I did when I was a kid, when I was an adolescent, when I was in my 20s, where I had nowhere, no one, nothing, nowhere to go, no answer. If I could reach one of those hearts today, that's my inheritance. You know, I would tell my clients who, you know, were like worried about money, I'd be like, you know what? Like your healing is my inheritance. And I'm just asking you guys to just, if you'd be generous with my content, And what I mean by that is just, you know, listen, I'm not looking to be famous. I think fucking, oh, I cursed (laughs) you. But anyhow, whatever. I think being famous probably sucks. So I'm not looking for that. I like my private time. I like to be by myself. I'm not looking to have a bunch of like hoopla. I'm looking to touch the heart of the broken. And if you would do that for me, that would really just be freaking fantastic. So I just hope you guys have the best, best day. And I hope that I've made a little bit of a difference in that day and gave you some encouragement and some empowerment. Be blessed. Thanks for listening. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I just want to say to you that we are all together a part of the mission, Mission Awake, a mission that's going to stop the mediocrity that's plaguing all of us. So if you got something here today, I ask that you would be a part of this mission and you'd share it with whoever you can. Take a screenshot of the show and share it on your Instagram. If you are looking for me, you can find me on social media platform, Instagram, Allison Answers or Logger Counseling Services. And give us a, a review and subscribe if you could to YouTube. Allison Answers. That's where you're going to get a lot of content. I drop stuff every day, goofy stuff, all different kinds of stuff. Five-minute videos that just get you moving in your day. Have a great week. See you next time.